Gen X Brian here from Convincing Idiots. We're sharing this clip from a recent show in case you're looking for a little bit of idiot time but don't have time for a full episode. You can find full episodes and new clips every week on all major podcast platforms. While you're there, give us a follow or subscribe. Full episodes and segment videos can be found on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. You can also watch us on the Boss Code Media TV network. We hope you enjoy and hope to see you back. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots podcast. I'm convinced. You call it again? Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. We're three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going hitting hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... Hello out there, convincing idiots fans. Oh, we are so pleased to be with all of you beautiful people this evening. Now. We know that you came a long way. You worked real hard to buy these tickets that didn't cost anything, but you're listening, you're spending your time, the hard-earned currency of your ears, to be here tonight. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's all right. We're going to roll with it anyway. We are you back. You mean rock and roll? We are ready to rock and roll with it anyway. Back here on Convincing Idiots segment Number three, and we are back with our battle of the bands. And without further ado, I present to you the heartbeat. Well, maybe not the heartbeat. Maybe he's more of like, maybe he's more of like, I don't know, like that, 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 that rib that you don't need, but he's, he's there. He's, he's an integral part of the team. Dean with the bands that are still in it. The appendix. There you go. I am the rib you got removed to suck your own dick. That makes a lot of sense. It sure does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's recap last week real quick. Um, We started with um, ACDC against the Beatles, and the Beatles have moved on. What? We had. That's right. We you were there. We all voted. Uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Uh, versus Queen. Queen moved on. Aerosmith against The Who. Aerosmith moved on. And Metallica against Led Zeppelin. Metallica moved on. So the on that Just side, for, gonna... if you find your we're real quick, sorry to interrupt, but uh, if mm-hmm. you find yourself listening to these decisions and you didn't listen last week and you're wondering how did this happen, feel free to go mm-hmm. back and listen to last week's because it was That's like right. this, segment number three. You can skip right to that part and find it if you so choose. So go on, Dean. You can skip it ahead if you will. Yes. Uh, so, all right. So after this week, uh, or actually, I'm not sure how far we're going to go. Let's find out. Um <laughs> What I'm saying is the next round for that is Beatles against Queen, Aerosmith against Metallica. 
But now we are going on the other side. Okay. This week, ladies and gentlemen, do you want to go one by? Do you want to give you all the lineup and then we let's go? Just, just, let's just knock okay. them out as this we go. Let it be a surprise. Yep. Yep. All right. Boys and girls, children of all ages, let's start the show with Rolling Stones against the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Brian, give us your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you tell us what you're thinking. I like the Foo Fighters. I don't. I'm not as familiar with their entire catalog. I mean, I know some of the hits. I acknowledge they're a, a terrific band. Uh, obviously, from a newer band perspective, a newer band. They've been around for how many years now? What, what 15, Since 20 like years? Ninety three. Yeah, something, something like that. Or something like that. Yep. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I would venture to guess of the bands that came out of the 90s, they're still one of the more popular bands that have a huge following. They could still go on large tours and everything else. So They did make a kick-ass movie. They sure did. They we did. had a lot of fun seeing that. That's, That's right. right. Uh, but the Stones are just, just too huge. I mean, just uh, millions of, you know, it's, it's several hundred million, you know, I'm sure, album sales. Been around for decades, super influential. Somehow managed to keep, you know, the majority of the lineup together. You know, except for you know, minus you know, literally de- death of the drummer for the most part. Mick Jagger, one of the more iconic uh, figures in rock and roll history. I think he's got a decent voice. So just his whole presence out there. I don't know. Like I said, I think the Stones are just too too big. So if I'm we voting now. No, no, we we, nope. can, we can go oh. back to voting. It's making a case. Okay. Very yeah. Right, yeah. So, so that's it. So just, uh, I think the Stones just, just just a very huge, iconic band, super influential. You know, a lot of people argue back and forth, some of the greatest bands of all time, some of the, in between the Beatles and the Stones. It's typically sure. two of the bands to get down to from the, you know, they came out of, uh, uh, of, of England at the very least. So if not in general. So, okay. Yep. All right, uh, Nick. Do you uh, do you have an argument? I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, you know, a lot of what Brian is is saying uh, is true. Um, you know, both great bands in their own right, different eras. You know, different legacies, all that type of stuff. Um, I, the Rolling Stones, though, I gotta say, I mean, I know they're one of the legendary bands, but let's face it, they're not even the best way to roll, right? We all know that the best way to roll is on an electric bike from our friends at RPM Bike Shop, okay? RPM Bike Shop is not across the pond, okay? RPM Mm -mm. Bike Shop is just uh, across the highway in Carrollton, Mm. Ohio. If you're in northeastern Ohio, our friends at RPM Bike Shop have the finest selection of electric bikes to offer you. That's right. They don't need to rely on fancy electric guitars and electric amps. No, just an electric bike. All right, for you and for you to get around your city in. So if you don't believe me, feel free to check them out for yourself. Go to Facebook and search RPM Bike Shop. You can see the fine products that they have available for you. You can even message them. And on there, you will probably also find their phone number, 330-808-7792. You can give them a call, talk to uh, one of them today, and have yourself a lovely little chat about electric bikes and perhaps your future with one. You can also go to their website. That's rpmbikeshop.com. So, Nick, 
Nick, I just pulled up. I just pulled pulled that up on the Facebook. You tell me I could own my very one own of the of these bikes. You absolutely could. That could be your future. That's right. So feel free, you and Dean and Brian and me, and tell everyone you know to get an electric bike from RPM Bike Shop and rock into your electric future today. Ah, I'm gonna get so much pussy. That's right. I'm gonna be loved. Um, so yes, I, uh, no, I, um, I, I don't really have too much to stray from what Brian said. Um, same deal. I, I love the Foo Fighters. They're a fantastic band, um, especially their early stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, the, the Rolling Stones is one that like, I never really appreciated that much until relatively recently. Um, I, and I think it's just maybe getting older or tastes and things or appreciating different types of music and in, in different ways. Um, but the Rolling Stones, like you said, Brian, you, people often uh, have that conversation or that, that debate of who's the best band ever, and they're widely considered one of the best bands of all time. And I do think they're a fantastic band. So, um, I don't know, you, you summed it up really well. It's, I kind of mirror uh, your thoughts there. So, Dean? Okay. Um, well, let me just get it out of the way. Uh, mm -hmm. Brian, that, that is a valid point. You know, people do make that comparison. Best bands ever. It's the Stones or the Beatles. All right, I'll give you that. Uh, but the Foo Fighters, uh, especially for this generation, it is our generation's um, rock band, so to speak. Um, it is it is one of the last good American rock bands. You know, you have... A, don't get me wrong. You have a lot of different um, bands out there, grunge, or not grunge so much, but, you know, uh, different genres of, of rock bands out there. Yeah, subgenres uh, of rock music, sub, actually. Sub, yeah. that, there you go. That, that's what I was looking for, subgenres. Yeah. They are like the last American rock band, just solid rock band, like the Stones. And again, mm -hmm. I yes, I get that they're not American, but you get that what I'm saying is, is the, mm -hmm. the last whole... Put together just not heavy, not metal, not uh, anything else. Just a good, solid rock band. Uh, that's why, I mean, full disclosure, I didn't, they were one of my choices with the Foo Fighters because they're one of my favorite bands. Uh, they're one of my favorite uh, bands, not just in this era, but all eras. Yeah. Um, Dave Grohl is a musical genius. Uh, anything he, he's a personality he, genius. I just love yeah. him. His personality, he's fantastic, he's just, isn't he? He's just one of those people you would love to just hang out with. Now, would you? The question is, is Nick, do you want to disappoint such a personality genius by voting against him? That's that's something mm, between you and, and, and your god to this time. Um, I doubt we're going to be shooting black tooth grins together and uh, eating hmm. hot wings if uh, I don't hmm. pick him. So, uh, if I was him, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but. On the other hand, um, like Nick said, when I was younger, I didn't really appreciate them more. But but the more I hang out with Brian and realize that old people do have value in this world, <laughs> um, I did grow to appreciate them more. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm torn. So uh, yeah, I I I think both. I could I could put a valid uh, argument to both. So. Why don't we start the vote? Since, Brian, we started with you, why don't we uh, start with you again? And, Brian, for the, for the, the Rolling Stones mm -hmm. were a submission of yours, is that correct? 
I believe that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know, it's, uh, Dave Grohl is just uh, like us, a, a huge uh, talent uh, coming out of Ohio. So mm-hmm. he does he does get some extra extra points in that respect. Sure, you know. Yeah. So there's like a mural. What town is he from? Do you remember? He's from. Is it? Uh, where's Modern Methods Brewing? Is that out? Uh, where's that? Where they have Dave Grohl Alley? Um, is, yeah, that we'll is that Warren? Is that Warren? We'll look. Maybe that's right. We'll look it up. It, it, we're in the Warren same mural. Sounds accurate, I but I'm, I'm looking it up here. We're in the same um, mural, I think. Warren, Ohio. As Dave, <laughs> as Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. Warren, Ohio. Yeah, there's not, not, not much has come out of Warren, Ohio ever of anything, really. So, anyway, uh, just overall, I'm sure my age is an influence here as well with growing up and listening to the Stones. My dad was a Rolling Stones fan. I had access to Stones for local radio. You had Rolling Stones. But there's more than just the three or four songs that you hear on the airplay when you really get into their catalog further. My dad was a fan of Jay and the Americans. I didn't add them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just a lot of good stuff. And, you know, and, and similar to the Beatles, we talked about the Beatles last week, how they, they evolved. They had different, you know, different sounding albums and vibes. And they made a blues album not that long ago, the Rolling Stones. So overall, I got to give the edge uh, to... The stones on this one if for just if nothing else for longevity and again just the a little bit bigger of an influence in my opinion nick what do you think uh i'm thinking so i mean for my personal liking who, who i mean what what band do i put on more to listen to or what band do i want to listen to like i said it's they're just one of those ones that you know I appreciate the Rolling Stones, but 10 times out of 10, if it's a 50 you're asking me, who do you want me to play, Foo Fighters or Rolling Stones? I want to listen to Foo Fighters. But that's also my age and music that I grew up listening. Not grew up. I'm, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, um, you know, that I, is, they've continued to make music for a long time, and they, they're the soundtrack of what they have made kind of uh, goes along with many different periods of my life, and same to be, can be said for their longevity. Um, I just feel like though, um, the stones, this is a tough one and, and tougher than what you might think. Just throwing up those two band names, it might seem like it would be an easy slam dunk for the Rolling Stones cause they're amazing. But, um, I just feel like kind of like what you said with the musical influence and uh, there again, they have so much, I really appreciate like bands that incorporate a lot of blues and, and things like that. And, um, I think definitely when you adjust for the era and the time that they came up in and I don't know, they're just a really, they're, they were kind of more of a, almost a, a grungier band for their time. Really. They were kind of a, that kind of dirty rock band, you know what I mean? And, um, they are really, when I kind of in, when I picture rock and roll in my head in a very classical sense, like in a very, uh, foundational sense, I think the Rolling Stones are kind of the type of band that I think of. So I, it's really tight. It's really, really tight for me. I would rather listen to the Foo Fighters personally. That is probably my personal favorite, but I think if I'm going for the battle of the bands, if I'm talking about like the legacy and their place in history and just their overall influence and their pull, I mean, I, I just can't bring myself to vote against the Rolling Stones. So I'd have to probably cast my vote for the Stones as well. All right. Well, there you have it. the Rolling Stones one, but I'm still going to cast my vote. Do um, it. The music. Do it. I, I have to go on musical. Um, 
not just influence, but like the the what they can do, what they're able to do. Yes, the Rolling Stones. <clears throat> They're been, corpses and they still play music. What more do you want from them? Right, but but it sounds <laughs> like it's all the Rolling Stones. Yes, every band has its sound, but it's I don't know. It, it, it they don't do as much as 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 the Foo Fighters do. You know what mm. I mean? Musically, I I just don't I don't put them in the same category as as the musical IQ. Hmm. As 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 okay. the Foo Fighters, um, and like you said, Nick, I I prefer to listen to the Foo Fighters. Uh, if the Rolling Stones come on, it's they are great, fantastic. But I'm I'm going to I'm going to lean more on my preference for this, and I'm going to go Foo Fighters. But uh, two out of three wins. So the Rolling Stone gentlemen, you guys win. The Rolling Stones are moving on to the next round. Alrighty. Mm. All right. So Who we got next? For the next matchup, we have this. <laughs> this is um. All right. This is the one that I, I told you guys last week. Um, this is the uh, the lineup or the matchup that proves that I did not cheat because it is the one I wanted to change when I pulled them out of the hat. Okay, because it's so weird and sort of not fair. Like it is Fleetwood Mac against Tool. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. Like it doesn't make there's no nothing about this makes sense. So. <clears throat> Fleetwood Mac Nor, and Tool. Nora's putting Tool in this in this bracket to begin with. I think. Oh, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, so for Brian's going to get put out in timeout for a second. So Nick, why don't you? I will defend first. my submission. Tool there is you my go. submission. Defend your um, defend your I will Tool just submission. Start off by saying uh, when this was when this idea was proposed, and in my head, I'm going with. Uh, Musical talent. This was one. This was the second band that came to mind because of all the bands that I've ever heard that I've ever listened to. This is the band that second most has impresses me the very most musically. Hmm. Um, there is no band from a technical aspect. Well, there's only one other band in my opinion from a technical aspect that is more gifted than Tool. Um, I just think they are. I mean. They are kind of, if you're looking at progressive rock, we were talking about like the, uh, the little subgenres of rock, right? Tool is a Foo Fighters of prog rock, I think. They are the, our generation or the newer version of the kind of the meccas of progressive rock with the time changes, uh, just the, 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 what they do with the music, with sound. Um, it just, it, from the very first time I, I heard them, it just, they blow me away. Um, they've got the hits on the radio and things like that that you'll hear on, on you know, your standard rock stations. But, I mean, this is a band that is very strange. They only come out with an album once every, I mean, I think their last album before the 2016 or 17 album was back in 2005 or six. They they so sporadically come out with music, but they're such perfectionists about what they put out. And from a technical aspect, like I said, they're just they're like really second to none. Um, I I'll tell you what though, and this is not so. People always used to tell me that 
because I was never really a big Pink Floyd fan, they go, well, you've never listened to him stone then, have you? And I'm like, well, I don't feel like you should have to listen to a band stone to appreciate their, 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 you should though have to listen to this uh, podcast stone. Absolutely. Mm. It helps tremendously. (laughs) But do yourself a favor. And if you like to, to dabble in the jazz cabbage, listen to tool. It's the, it's the happiest your brain can. It's the happiest sensation your brain can feel. Uh, I just, I love tool. I think they're, like I said, just one of the most gifted, uh, musically gifted, talented bands I've ever heard. So the tool was my submission. Um, Fleetwood Mac is a fantastic band. They are a classic rock band. Um, you know, they, they make good music, uh, great hooks. Um, you know, just, I, I don't need to tell anybody about Fleetwood Mac. Everybody's pretty much familiar with them. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. They're, they're a good, solid rock band. Um, they and their don't name's do... Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> None of them. You know, no, no, no Fleetwood Mac song musically has ever wowed me, I guess, or anything. It's good. I mean, it's solid uh, pop none of rock them, music or, you know, whatever. None of them have uh, covered up uh, a murder for their friend either. So they have that going for them. <laughs> so they're not good friends is what you're saying. <laughs> they're not loyal. That's what happens when you sleep with the people in the band. It starts to, they divide and alliances are formed. It's just bad news all the way around. So. This is why I think there's often up for this several is, uh, Dean murders uh, it's over the years. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the sexual thing, that's why I'm pissed off when you two started fucking. I'm like, this is going to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Fleetwood Mac is an incredible band. I mean, obviously, they're, they're legendary, they're classics. Um, so both, both, and you know, incredible bands. I'm obviously partial to one, but that's, that's my thoughts. So, um, Brian, uh, you Fleetwood Mac was a submission of yours, correct? Yeah. I just put them in just because it just, you know, their iconic status over, you know what? And I, 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 all kidding aside, listening to you just now, Nick, you, you have used one of the old show things. I will, you have convinced me to go back and listen to more tools. I will give them okay. more. Yeah. I just not as familiar as I, as I could be. I was kind of giving you a hard time earlier, but I will go back and listen to more of them. And, you always and, give uh, me a hard time. Yes. <laughs> Especially about your tool. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. I just feel back. It's just one of my favorite bands to listen to. You know, the rumors album alone, arguably one of the greatest, uh, rock. You know, it's not hard rock, but just rock and roll albums, in my opinion, of all time. Just, I can sit back and listen to that entire album. There's not a lot of albums that you can I I could say that to where I could just want to play the whole thing start to finish and just can enjoy different aspects of it. Just the the, the vocal talent alone of Christy McVeigh and and uh, uh, Stevie Nicks is just just it's such easy listening, great music. You know, it just puts me in a good mood. I like it so. That's it. I get. I'm just not as familiar with tools. I can't really even speak to tool. Really, I can't really give them a fair assessment. To be frank, so and they might even be one of those bands that you know more. They're so, you just didn't know. Like you sure. didn't realize that's who probably it was right. Or whatever, that's probably you know right. I mean? That's probably right. So I'm not even going to say. And you may not. You just might not even like it. I don't. <laughs> that's possible too. I mean, but, no, but I'll listen. I, I'll, yeah. I'll listen to it. I, I, I do like different types of rock. I need. To, I need to open up my. My taste more, and you know, I get I get too stuck Expand in the your past. mind, man. Yeah, man. Come on, man. That's right. Man. Do some dope Let's, and listen to Tool, man. Sure. Then, then go see the party <laughs> movie. You know, that's yeah, a great. That's, after, that's not a good afternoon. You know, fucking sick. No, that, but that's it. That's it. So I've been high for four days. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, what do you think? 
Um, fuck Stevie Nicks. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. We're um, trying, but it's not that easy, man. She's like real famous. Yeah. No, I I like Stevie Nicks. He's a good dude. Um, <laughs> all right, seriously, Stephen Nicholas. <laughs> on tour not with actually would, Billy Joel. Why would her last name? Show. Hold on. Why would her last name? Be it's rock and roll, Nicholas. man. There's no rules. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck idiot. Because it's rock and roll, man. God, get with it. <laughs> Fucking do okay. some dope and listen to Tool. Okay, okay. Fleetwood Mac. Um, I've always since a child I've liked Fleetwood Mac. It did, unfortunately, like if I hear the fucking song uh, "Chains" again, I'm gonna strangle somebody. They play them so much. Um, again, it's not their fault. They right. they make amazing music or made amazing music, mm-hmm. um, lyrically, um, instrumentally. They're a like you said iconic to the point that you know if there's any band that deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it is Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me go over to Tool and Nick. You were slightly askew on your assessment. Okay. Um, you you touted their their musical performances, but let's 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 look at their fucking lyrically. What? Uh, oh yeah. What he did. Look Maynard's at for example, wildly like intelligent and just it's, the depth is crazy. Brian, write this down. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna want to start with one song, um, go to Schism. The the song okay. Schism. Uh, you definitely broke. know. You've definitely heard this. It's probably their most. I, it's one of their most popular songs. Absolutely. Okay. Heard but but like even if you've heard it, you've got to hear it and like like almost read the lyrics along with it, right? Because it is one long like story, but it's mm-hmm. broken up like you would think it's. Oh, you're just listening to a song with a hook. It's literally a story written out. Yeah. Of of like a of a breakup and 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 it's. It's he's when somebody could go that deep <clears throat> and be that like wild out there with like the music and 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 all that. It's very impressive, especially for the 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 day and age that it was started. Like where you had you know grunge music and you had you know off the ends of hair metal band. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, they were really at the forefront of the whole industrial rock thing, yes. kind of, and, and I mean, really like a progressive version of it, and yeah. It's all very impressive. That um, album in total, Lateralis, the one that has yeah, Schism on it, is just the absolutely. way one song fades into the next, and it's this one giant yep. production. It's Yeah, it's just really well done. So I, 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 I enjoy Fleetwood Mac. I always have... Um, and I and I've and I've loved Tool and honestly that that song there like I've heard Tool, you know, in my, in my youth and whatnot songs here and there and it's played in the background. Play, buddy's playing it, but like when I sat down and like I was like, let me like read the lyrics. And I read the lyrics to Schism along with uh, listening to it, and it totally changed my mind. Just knowing what they were, it, it's it's almost hidden. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. good those lyrics are. So, 
All right, that's that's mine. Um, Nick, we started with you. Let's start back with you. Let's start the voting. Yes. Who do you have, uh, Fleetwood Mac or Tool? Yes, uh, like I said, both uh, fantastic bands. Um, for me personally, like I said, the, the reason I put them in there is because I feel like they're they're one of the most musically gifted bands, and that's kind of the criteria I was going off when I was picking my bands. And um, you know, whether it's partial or you know, there's been definitely picks I've made, you know, due to legacy and due to you know, this band, that band. Um, just from a musical standpoint and a technical aspect and the musicianship and like you pointed out, Dean, the lyrics and stuff, I, I can't pick against Tool. I think they're one of the greatest bands I've ever heard. Um, they're almost like a super group, but that's just what they started out as. So, um, Tool, I would have to, I would have to pick Tool for personally, but I am, of course, a little partial. I do really enjoy the music, but Tool for me. Brian, what say you? Fleetwood okay. Mac or Tool? Well, again, I'm not as familiar with the the you know, tools catalog. I decided to go back and listen to it and, ex- and expand. And so, again, I can't really give them a fair shake on this one. So, you know, I might if you go back with a submission of mine, I got to stick with that and go with Fleetwood Mac from their overall iconic status. And my again, just my personal preference. Not even preference, but personal. One of my one of my overall favorite bands. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Dean. All right. Um, like I said before, uh, fuck Nick. I'm no Stevie Nick. <laughs> Stevie, I'm sorry. No, get this. Oh, it's a slip of the tongue. All right. Nope. Stevie Nicholas. <laughs> Stevie Nicholas. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I. I'm. I'm down determined to to let one of the um, newer bands through, and this is an easy one. Um, I do enjoy Fleetwood Mac, like I said before, but Tool has a special place in my heart. Um, and, and it's not just like, oh, I, I'm a fan. Brian, I, again, go back, listen to the catalog. Again, they're not probably going to take over Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac for you, but I think you'll appreciate them, and you'll appreciate that they are moving on to the next round. Okay. To well, be we'll Fleet- Fleetwood and Mac. Fleetwood so Mac I, songs, I will say, are better yeah. to skateboard and drink uh, Cran... Uh, cranberry juice, though. Is that right? Okay. With, okay. I will get. I will gladly give that a shot. Sure. You ever see that? You ever see that viral <laughs> video? I, I yeah, the guy on the yeah. longboard. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um. So I just have to ask because you said you wanted to change this one up because it didn't seem fair. Is that because you thought you and I would pick Tool, or because you thought Fleetwood Mac no. is like the no, it just obvious kind of classic? It, it, Oh, okay. It seems silly to have those two going against each other. Like it, it just felt wrong. Like yeah, like it. It. it I don't know. It's, it's two complete polar opposite worlds colliding. It's like it's Correct. just like these are different Correct. things. Like, and I, okay. again, looking at this, I don't know if Tool would have been different against anybody else either. As in of being a polar opposite. Right. I mean, they, yeah. they are. There are okay. They might come close to um, one or two of these guys in the next uh, round, or not round, but next matchup. Okay. You two are going to have to do the heavy lifting on this one, gentlemen, because you have mm-hmm. Iron Maiden mm-hmm. against Rush. Oh. Okay. I am going to flip a coin, and whoever raises their hand first can oh. go. I didn't expect to take See, I forgot that we did this randomly because these are two uh-huh. of my picks. So, Uh-huh. All right, well, if that's the case, then... Uh, Brian, why don't you go first? Yes. Actually, you know what? Here, you know what? let me go first, if you don't mind. 
Yeah. Because I, yeah. I keep touching you because mine's going to be very quick. Um, sure. I honestly don't know a whole lot of catalogs of Iron Maiden. Um, what I have heard of them, they're heavy, they're fun, they're they're hard, just like me. And Rush <laughs> is going to be more of a band that I fucking hate. So, <laughs> Brian, it's your turn. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I, Iron Maiden, you know, for me was, you know, definitely came out. Yeah, they were very, uh, and I didn't come out when I was in high school, but they gained a lot of popularity when I was in high school in the early, in the mid 80s range. And I had some of their tapes and stuff. I think probably more because I thought they were kind of cool with the whole Eddie thing, the mascot. Is that that, the, yeah, is that that like demon yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah he, the, he looks one, cool. One of the greatest uh, mascots of some of the greatest album artwork, period, in my opinion, let alone That was for our, art, our art. beer league uh, on our jerseys uh, when we were the Zombonies. We had Eddie with the hockey <laughs> stick. Mm, yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So I, I had a lot of their tapes and stuff and album. I, but I didn't really even I didn't appreciate them even in, in that era. Not until really later in life, to where you go back and really listen to them, and I've become such more of a fan of theirs to a point where I've seen them alive a couple of times, including uh, went down to Columbus last October and saw them with uh, with a buddy. Just fantastic. Yeah. Just musically, from a heavy metal band. You talk about individual talent of every single guy in that band, from Bruce Dickinson's vocals to Steve Harris. So Steve Harris is one of the greatest bass players in rock history, period. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. If you go yeah. back and listen to his bass riffs, the guy is absolutely incredible. So musically, it's a, it's a shame they're not in the Hall of Fame. It's really a travesty. So they they've been they're not they've been are on, they? God, that's so fucking stupid. They're on the vote again this year. They weren't. I think they're on the vote again this year. They were on two years ago, and uh, they so they sh I hope that they get in really just from a recognition perspective. Not that they really care necessarily, but like I say, musically heavy metal, one of the greatest bands. Period. Love their talent. Rush. I acknowledge the fact that, again, these guys are super talented guys. Neil Peart was one of the greatest rock drummers of all time, period. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. But I'm kind of like with you, D. I just, I don't, I, I like a couple of their songs. I just, I'm just one of these guys that just don't quite get it. And one of my, one of my best friends out there and a brother in the world, Tim Lester, might be listening to this. Uh, and he is one of the biggest Rush fans that there is, period, to a point where he named one of his sons Sawyer after oh, nice. Tom, Sawyer, Tom Sawyer, the song, yeah, the Rush song. Uh, so, and by the way, he has a podcast out there, Unraveling the Mystery. So if you're if you're looking mm. forward to a fun discussion with a very smart man talking with his son about this various subject that interests him, politics, etc., go listen to Unraveling the Mystery on Spotify and everything else here to give Tim a shout-out. I know he listens to our show, too, so thank you, Tim. Thanks. Anyway, that's it. Just I, I, I don't quite get it as much, and I'm a, definitely a huge Iron Maiden fan. So, Nick, what do you think? Nice. Well, these were both submissions of mine. Uh, I love both mm -hmm. of these bands. Um, we'll start with Iron Maiden. Uh, I picked Iron Maiden because... Um, you know, you covered a lot of it there, but I just think they are one of the, when you get into like heavy metal music, uh, I think they're just the most 
talented band. Um, they're fantastic. They've, I mean, they've put out tons of albums. Like when you really yeah. go through the discography, and they're still pumping Man. out albums, they and are. they're still solid. I mean, you know, you don't hear as much about them anymore because it's a different era, it's a different time. You know, for whatever reason. But my God, they just so many great songs. One song I just got to shout out specifically, "The Wicker Man." I just it's such a phenomenal mm-hmm. song. That's a more recent album. I mean, that's well, not more. Re- I mean, you know, certainly not. Not in the you know in the eighties and stuff when all they're they're pumping out the hits that you're familiar with. They're just a fantastic band, like you said. They're great. Uh, they put on great live shows. They're still touring and doing their thing. Incredible musicians. And yeah, like in in, in the heavy metal sphere, I just think Iron Maiden is is probably like the most talented of them. Um, they've always really stood out for me. So uh, Iron Maiden was an easy pick for me. Um, and then Rush was is is is. What you guys both said is very, that's how they are to people. They are polarizing. Mm-hmm. There is, mm-hmm. I'd say, no in-between with Rush. People either love them and think they're gods, or they think they suck and they can't stand Getty Lee's voice and they, you know, they don't like them. Um, so I, you know, totally get that. Um, for me, Rush is the greatest band. <laughs> they are the most, they are the best band. They're not my favorite band. They're not even one of my top 10 favorite bands, but they are the greatest band, in my opinion. Mm. They're the greatest band ever assembled. Um, they're just musical to, I'll never forget. So I've always known Rush to be a three piece band. Um, I will never forget VH1 classic one. It's one of my great regrets in life that I will never see Rush live in person for myself. Um, I will never forget, I was flipping through VH1 Classic at the time, had one of the Rush tours on. I don't know which one it was. It was the one with like the little washing machines in the, in the background or the dryers or whatever it was. And the, something weird. And I remember watching that live performance of Rush, and I had no idea. There are many bands that, that bill themselves as a, you know, as a three-piece. But when they tour... They play, they have many backing musicians because, I mean, whether you like Rush or you don't like Rush, there's a lot going on sonically. There's a lot of different instruments being played. There's a lot of different sounds coming at you. Those three fucking guys make all of that happen. Getty Lee has a bass strapped to him and he's got this keyboard wrapped around him and the mic in his face and and Neil Peart's doing this. I mean, these Alex Lightfoot's just wailing, wailing. Sorry, these guys. I, I I just remember seeing them live, and that really pushed me over the edge with them as as far as just appreciating their musical prowess, their genius, and the fact I want that those... to watch a girl suck three dicks at the same time. I mean, <laughs> but those three guys making all of that happen sonically, it just it blows me away. Um, so, in my opinion, they are the greatest band of all time, bar none. End of discussion. They are the most musically gifted as, uh, assembly of three guys. So Rush was the fir- is the first and and band that comes to mind when people talk about the greatest band or the you know when I'm thinking <clears throat> musical prowess, uh, technical musicians, how talented they are and how gifted Rush uh, is is I think the greatest band of all time in my opinion. So Rush is my formal pick. Although Iron Maiden, if Iron Maiden was up against probably seventy percent of the other other bands in this bracket, I probably would have picked Iron Maiden as as I did submit them to the bracket as well. I love Iron Maiden. I respect the hell out of Iron Maiden. I've grown up with Iron Maiden and adore them, but I just off of musical uh, talent, I have to formally cast my vote for Rush in vain as it may be, but I <laughs> that is my vote. So uh, uh, formal, formal well, voting time. Dean. Alright. Um, 
when when I when we submitted these names for the bands, <clears throat> excuse me, I have I didn't get as excited of any of the bands as I did when I saw Rush because I could not wait <laughs> to vote no <laughs> on Rush. So. If if the other, I feel you. That's kind of, and it's not, but like that's that's my ACDC feel. I get sure because I'm like, sure. I just, ugh, I don't get, it. I don't understand. But it's the same, it's the same thing. It's the voice, and it's the just. I if, get it. It's just not if, for you. And that's yeah. if I would have pulled out of the hat, and Brian would have written down me taking a shit in the bowl. I've been like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather listen to that. I mean, that's not fair. I actually do want to hear Brian take a shit in the bowl. So my vote is officially for Iron Maiden. Nick, go ahead. I already you, did, but you Brian, did. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I, uh, I vote for well, Rush that, again. Uh, I don't Ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching on YouTube, you know who Brian has voted for. But if it is just an audio podcast and you are not watching, you take a laugh at I take. If you know Iron Maiden, you know who won too. I'm doing a great job conveying the trooper. Fuck you. Everybody knew what you knew what that was, right? Yes. Well, but you know what I was just, doing. I was just telling them that he was raising the shirt <laughs> as if this is a, you're just listening on audio. You don't know that he was just raising shirt. You just thought that you changed your vote mid mid time here. Oh, you started okay. singing yes. Iron Maiden. Yes. So I was, I was raising I was a, 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 an Iron Maiden <laughs> shirt Thank you. that I got at the concert. So yes, I'm going with uh, Iron Maiden on this one. There nice. we Iron Maiden go. is out. Oh, although again, I acknowledge, like you said, like I acknowledge Russia's sheer musical talent. Yeah, so three yeah. of the most talented guys okay. that there ever has been. Period. I just, sure. I just don't get the. I just don't get it personally. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I get you. I will <laughs> say this: after the voting's done, Iron Maiden is moving over Rush, but I will say that I can respect musically mm. uh, Rush and 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 Neil Peart does and. And the whole deal, it, musically, yes, but there's just something about his voice that just fucking rips my ass. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Which is weird, because usually you like that, so it's just <laughs> odd know, that right? when it comes from Getty Lee, you don't like it. Right. <laughs> I like a deeper va- bass in the, my ass. <laughs> have you have you seen the movie I Love You, Man? You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Jason Segel. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, that that yeah. that is a very good... It, it's true in the sense of it, that whole Rush fan trying to convince a guy yeah. that you know, that's and I love that the how they highlight the that fandom and how just fanatical they are about him and stuff. And it's funny because I, I was watching uh, an interview with I don't remember which one of them it was if, or if it was both of them, but they were talking. I think it was Jay Siegel. He was like, "Well, that's cool." He's like, "I know she got like Rush written into the script. That's really cool." He's like, "So he's like, but um, like if if you can't get them, like who's like who are you writing in instead, or who are you gonna go for?" And they were like, "Oh, it's Rush or nobody. Like if they won't do the movie, we'll still make it about Rush. They just won't be in it." <laughs> they were just like, "It's it's it's gonna be Rush no matter what." <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. All right, boys and girls, we are moving on to our last uh matchup of this Good round. Way. Boys and girls, hold your hats. We are going with Guns and Roses against the Eagles. Mm. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Another polar opposite mm-hmm. uh, matchup here. This, yep. is, this should be interesting. I'm looking forward to to hear what you guys have to say. So let's start with Brian. We're going to go back to you again to start this off. Guns N' Roses against the <clears throat> Eagles. Are these both what? your submissions? Or no, no, Guns N' Roses is Dean. Guns right? N' Roses was mine. And Eagles is Brian's. Okay. I threw the Eagles in there just in the sense of just, again, just from an overall... You know, you know, light, lighter rock, but just the sheer musical talent and popularity. Again, from an easy listening perspective, Eagles is way up there for me as far as just who do you want to listen to. It just kind of puts you in a very chill, peaceful, mood. easy feeling. Exactly, exactly. And again, the Eagles are arguably again. You talk about sheer talent of of each person in the band. Eagles are way up there. Yep. You know, it's not they're not gonna play a bass riff like Steve Harris and I are that's not what they do, obviously. Uh and yeah, it's it's certainly hard to argue with, you know, album sales <laughs> and overall popularity and stuff like that. So I don't know, I like a lot of their stuff and again Eagles have stuff that's you know is that's it gets the deeper cuts that are very interesting. Uh Guns N' Roses, um it that first album, Appetite for Destruction, I mean, it's from a a hard rock album. It's I'll put that album up against a lot of them. I mean, it's again, that's the from start to it's another album, start to finish. Virtually every song on that entire album was a hit, even on the radio, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, you can't say that about many albums, especially period. for that time. That wasn't a lot. I mean, that really. You'd hit it. You'd maybe get two or three songs off an album that you know you'd, the record label would really push to the radios, and right. that was pretty much you're done. That's all you really asked for. That's right. Yeah, obviously, it was a different time back then. But again, even in that time frame, it was you know you had one or two songs that they would just hit. But again, they a lot of them, like you say, got the radio airplay, MTV, and those guys. So what I appreciated about them as well, they came out like '87. So I think I think Appetite Destruction was '87. That was at the height of the whole glam rock and everything else. But these guys still came out jeans and you know, just the whole you know, t-shirt type deal, and they're just like, we're not getting into this whole glam thing. This is our sound. This is what we're doing. Uh, obviously had some huge, huge albums into the early nineties. Uh, and they, you know, certainly reunited. They're back on the road today with the successful touring and everything else here. So definitely one of my, one of my favorite hard rock bands, uh, for sure. Even though personally, you know, Axl Rose is eh, kind of a weirdo and whatever, whatever. But, um, I believe douche is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a, a douchey entitled dude. I think he's probably mellowed out over time and that type of thing. But yeah, so it's a tough one. It, obviously, it's a whole. It's 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 opposite sides of the spectrum, like you say, with between hard rock and easy listening. Kind of depends what your preference is. So yeah, this is uh this is a tough one. Both very good in their own in their genre. Both very very powerful competitors in this in this bracket. So yeah, uh, you know, Nick, what do you think? Uh, you know, you said everything pretty well. Um, I don't know that I know as much. I mean, I know the Eagles radio songs. Um, I, you know, being that I was born in 88 and raised with my father, uh, I'm much more familiar with Guns N' Roses, uh, Appetite for Destruction. Mm-hmm. Like the Use Your Illusions one and two were mm-hmm. uh, very, very popular in my house. Um, there, I, I'm not, 
the bit like as far as those bands go, um, or as, you know, as like Guns and Roses go, um, they I know the songs, you hear them a lot, I appreciate them, very talented. They weren't always one of my favorites, but they do have those pockets like Don't You Cry, like when that's mm-hmm. one of that's yeah, that is my favorite uh, Guns N' Roses song. It's just mm-hmm. a great ballad, and I just love the way his voice is at that range when it's not mm-hmm. all the way up, you know, to that octave. Um, but uh, definitely a very powerful uh, rock voice, you know. I mean, the way he gets up there, and uh, you know, definitely have a lot of respect for them. The Eagles, same deal. I mean, what I do know, the songs that I do know of them, I, I know I don't know as many as Guns N' Roses, but um, like you said different kind of subcategory of rock there um but very talented in what they do great band good grooves good hooks um but uh you know yeah it's i I definitely have admiration for both but certainly i was raised much more with guns and roses and and, and much more familiar uh with that band so dean uh speak a little bit on this would you (laughs) all right boys and girls what I have to say, simply, you have Joe Walsh of mm-hmm. the Eagles. I mean, and what he, again, musically, what he could do, um, Absolutely. You know, I think sets, sets apart from many, many other bands. Yes, a lot of people could say that the Eagles were, like Brian said, easy listening, but like, let's look at the, just the list of songs of the Hotel California. What sure. a, probably the, one of the most famous songs. Um, peaceful, e- uh, easy feeling, take it to the limit, uh, Desperado. Yeah. Mm, great. Come yeah. on. I mean, the, m- lyrically, or not lyrically, but, um, well, yeah, lyrically also, but like, sure. How melodic his voice is in that. It's just a beautiful song um, that's been covered time and time again. And I think that, look at, I think that says something about bands or, or songwriters or whatever, how many times their songs have been covered. Mm-hmm. I think that says something, right? I mean, that it's so good that like everybody wants to take a crack at it. And, and Desperado has been covered many, many times. Um, but then you, you go on the other side, Guns N' Roses. Like Nick said, use your illusion. One and two were just ridiculous of of what they gave the world, as in not just rock music, but music in general. Um, what's the one song? Um, uh, what? Let me see here. What? Uh, no, Paradise City. Uh, no, was that the one? Is that no? Not Paradise City. Which one was for uh, Terminator Two? A bunch of them. <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle was in there. Uh, no, no, that was, what was uh, the uh, You Will Be Mine. You Will Be Mine. Yeah, you Will Be Mine. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. right there. Like, the the ramp up to that song, just, I mean, the build to it, and it just explodes. And This isn't an easy choice. I no. I thought it was going to be. Um, But when you have, on one side, you have Slash, and the other side, Joe Walsh. Uh, both are almost as iconic as each other, just yeah. in, in, di- different in different universes. different times. Yeah, yeah. different era, yeah, different eras. Yeah, very. I, huh? I I don't know. Um. Yeah, both. I both are the same to me. Just different genres. 
So yeah. I will have my vote uh, when you two are done. So <laughs> uh, I, this is hard, guys. I don't. This I'll, is probably I'll the start. hardest yet. So I'll start with my vote. Um, you know, appreciate both bands. Appreciate the hell out of both of them. Definitely more familiar with Guns N' Roses. Um, uh, and of the songs that I, you know, the ones you listed off there and stuff, I know those songs. I'm, you know, familiar with the Eagles. I can hear in my head. Um, I'm going to come down on the fact of what, what impresses me more musically uh, from a musical standpoint. Um, definitely the, the, the riffs and stuff like that that Slash provides and that just... The musical aspect of Guns N' Roses impresses me a little bit more. Is a little more uh, pleasurable to my ears or to my. I just say impressive uh, when I listen to it. The way it hits me, um, and yeah, just the connection with it, uh, with their music more so. I would have to cast my vote in favor of Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Brian. Brian. That's a tough one because, like you said, it depends on your. Again, it's these are more difficult when we have the different. Types of you know light light easy listening. The Eagles probably have better lyrics, like from a songwriting standpoint. They True. probably are are more solid in that regard. So I would I would give them the I would give them the edge in that category. Ooh, that too. Yeah, like that thing. It, it's right. No, it's just it's just I like guess it's more challenging when you have the different uh, types of rock music. But if we're talking about hard rock bands. You know, Guns N' Roses versus other hard, but you know, I don't know. I like Guns N' Roses a lot, and I, like I said, Appetite for Destruction is one of my favorite albums of all time. Period. You know, hands down. I I bought that, I bought that tape back in '87 when they were just starting to hit. So the, the Welcome to the Jungle video was just coming on MTV. I bought the tape, thinking it was kind of interesting. I remember just driving around listening to that in my car with you know. My buddy Jim Cunningham, and just it's just like wow, this is just a fucking good album. And, and then you start to hear those songs come out on the radio and all that. So we really appreciated that album right when it came out. So it just has that that whole album has a whole connection with me for for a lot of reasons. Um, and some of those stuff was pretty good, you know the the quote unquote newer Guns and Roses, but they sort of tapered off. It was sort of that was their sound. They had they had a few few different things they did, but. You know, if I if I want to step back and say just musical talent and the library of songs that I like to listen to, period. It's 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 hard to even say. It's it's almost Eagles is my submission again for this reason because I knew it would, it would generate some interesting conversation here. So, from a musical talent perspective, and this had to happen being, at some point in this whole uh, podcast. That's right. <laughs> And you, and you brought up a good point. Joe Joe Walsh was, I mean, his own rock band, James Gang, before he came over mm-hmm. to the Eagles. You know, uh, another guy out of Ohio, by the way, another bow, town out of Ohio. Yeah, he brought a whole different other vibe to the band, more of an edgier, you know. Uh, so from a from an overall, you step back and look at the library of songs, the lyrics. The vibe, the uh, the individual talent within the band. Although Guns N' Roses definitely has a lot of that too. I'm actually going to give the edge to the Eagles as far as God overall greatest band. <laughs> it's a tough one. Uh, you know, it, 
In part because I want to put the decision on D. I know you, yeah. mother. No, but fuck. seriously, it's it's a, it's a it's no. A very, you're both it's right. A, it's an interesting and argument. There's you not both, a wrong choice here. There's so not. Really you isn't. both there's made not. the right choice. You both 100 percent made the right choice. Um, I think what it has to come down to for me is I. I think what it comes down to is exactly what both of you said. Your feeling to the band. Like, I have different... Both bands will take me back to a certain place and time Mm -hmm. in my life. But what is more influential? I hear... um, I hear one, I hear my brother singing and, and, and along, and that's that's not great. But <laughs> well, I, hear, I hear him singing fucking both, so like, I should probably stop thinking about that. No, what it comes down to is is that inner feeling of, like, joy and, and, and what makes me happy. Because both bands, like I said before, are equal in their own right. It sucks that they're going against each other, but but ultimately I'm going Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm going Guns N' Roses. Um, Guns N' Roses, uh, just straight through, just like you said, Brian. Driving along, listen to that. Um, you can go cover to cover, and just yeah. rock the fuck out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And it will be fun to see who wins. The next round because that will be against Iron Maiden. Oh, Guns Roses versus Iron Maiden. Interesting yep. matchup there. Because yeah, so that what, what, actually ends our first round, boys. Yeah. What you, you want to recap, Dean? The, with this one and then who next right. week's uh, would be? Go ahead. This week um, we have Rolling Stones against Foo Fighters. Rolling Stones moved on. Fleetwood Mac against Tool. It was a tough one, but Tool uh, moved on. I know that I, we picked them, but it sounds silly to say out loud that Tool beat Fleetwood Mac. It does. It does. I it? mean, yeah, but it's just you know from from a from a legacy standpoint, it's just kind of pure. <laughs> Iron Maiden against Rush. Iron Maiden rightfully moved on, right. and Guns and Roses against Eagles. That was probably the toughest round we have, yeah. toughest matchup we've done. Uh, if you guys have, uh, probably agree with that, Guns and Roses did move on. Mm-hmm. So, I, I will show you guys, and if you're watching on YouTube, I don't know if you can see the matchup here. Where's our graphics department at on this one? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I meant motherfucker. I'm it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the next one we have Beatles against Queen, Aerosmith against Metallica, and on the other side, Rolling, Rolling Stones against Tool, and Iron Maiden against Guns N' Roses. So, we're so the elite... How many is that left? Eight? Were the elite eight? The elite eight. eight. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's mm, it. Interesting ones there. Who will move on to the uh, quarter semifinals? Yeah, no, the semifinals. I thought. Huh? That would be the quarterfinals. The, the, who, the, yeah. the who lost, yeah, who, right? Who lost? Yeah, you're right. Who lost? Mm. They yeah. are stuck in Whoville. <laughs> um, boys, I don't know what you guys are looking on time, but uh, no. No one. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean? Well, I was just gonna say, let's show each other our dicks. Oh, I got time for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You already said no. <laughs> Nick, Nick well, you know, already... 
Next one thing we could do actually we that's only on the Patreon account, but one thing we could do, guys, <laughs> is show right. each we can show each other some of our tattoo work. Ooh, I can do that on video. Look at this. It might actually was featured Boom. by Scott. I don't know if you saw that or not. It, He's it, featured I me did. on his on his uh, on the Facebook and page. The, or, I, yeah. Yeah, He's this like, week here, so you saying, look at the sexy motherfucker, I get the tattoo. That's right. That's right. And uh, Scott is uh, at the Golden Heart Tattoo uh, in Norton. So go check them out if you're in the Northeast Ohio area. At Golden Heart Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N, on Facebook. Find their website, goldenhearttattoos.com, or give them a call at 234-706-706. 2982. Get yourself a cool rock theme tattoo. Maybe get the mm -hmm. Rolling Stones logo or whatever the heck you want to do. Iron Maiden. Um, Iron Maiden, perhaps. Get yourself a nice uh, uh, Eddie with the you know, next to the Convincing Idiots logo that we assume you already have, of course. Right. <laughs> or maybe a mashup. Maybe an Eddie uh, Einstein mashup or something like that. I like That'd that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie and Einstein making out. Yeah, absolutely. So go check them out. We appreciate their response. Go ahead. Not a lot of people realize it, but uh, you know they're located right there in Norton, Ohio. Uh, mm -hmm. Not a lot of people realize that Norton was named after uh, the neighbor from the Honeymooners. The city of Norton was named after the neighbor from uh, the TV show The Honeymooners. Yeah, and if you're over uh, seventy-five, you probably know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a nice. I'm guessing that's a show. Uh, I don't Nick. know. <laughs> <laughs> the joke doesn't work if none of you fucking are over the honeymooners, are you? <laughs> I'm working with a bunch of children here. People, give me a break. That's right. It's not even true. Like the the, the joke is a fact that it's not true. Um. You guys don't even know who. Whatever. Well, guys, I have a, I have a, a peaceful, easy feeling. That we're at the end of another episode of Convincing Idiots. So, Nick, yes, you take Hi. us out, please, sir. I will. So, we appreciate you listening to this podcast each and every week. Uh, we would like to invite you to do so once again next week. So, please feel free to come back and join us again. Before we let you go, though, we must ask that you go and find our social media accounts, like, subscribe, rate, review. All of those are on our link tree, Convincing Idiots link tree. Just Google that, Convincing Idiots, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, -E, and you will find all of our links there, as well as on our website. That is convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So, for this episode of Convincing Idiots, I am Nick. Oh, hi, I'm Dean. The Zennial. Gen X Brian. Have we convinced you to check back in to the Hotel California with your three favorite idiots again next week? That was a perfect Getty Lee impersonation. <laughs> was I supposed to be doing Getty Lee? <laughs> Pepper Cherry, it has a kiss of cherry flavor. This devilish elixir has a kiss Dad. of cherry. Dad. It's not kiss. It's kiss of cherry. It's amazingly smooth. Be smooth.
Dr. Pepper Cherry is amazingly smooth. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. Welcome, not welcome, this is a fucking uh, promo. Welcome to the promo. Welcome to the promo. <laughs> I'm glad promo. you stopped by. <laughs> welcome to social media. <laughs> yeah. I see you, you found people? Instagram. <laughs> welcome to the promo. Hey there. What is this? Is this, is this Instagram? What is this? Facebook? Who is this around me? Is this your mom? Is this a TikTok? Am I trapped on the Instagram? <laughs> 